Hey guys, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah and Lindsay. Hey guys. Hello. Well, hello. Hi. Long time no see. Yeah, hey. it has. It's been um, a couple weeks, actually, since we've been together. Yeah, like two. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's a couple. A couple it's a record. <laughs> it is. It's been a long time. Well, no, I feel like when we were on lockdown, it's the longest. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was... Why'd you bring that up? That was, terrible. Oh. that was terrible. We had, like, Skype calls every week well, and FaceTimes, but still. That helped. Mm-hmm. But this is definitely better, for sure. I have a surprise for you guys. Are you ready? Ooh. <laughs> So I know it's been a couple weeks since we talked about when I was a kid, I didn't celebrate Halloween, and I dressed up as Bible characters. Yes, I've been waiting. My mom finally came through today, (laughs) a month later. But it's okay, Mom. I present to you. Oh, (laughs) What? Wait. Are you an angel? I can. No, I thought I you am. were the boy with the the are mustache. You, <laughs> are you the Virgin Mary? Oh, so my brother here is Moses. Oh my god! And I'm his sister. Or no, he's Joseph, and I'm Miriam with baby Moses in my basket. You look so happy. Look at those bangs. <laughs> she did the I... TikTok where you can tell if you're gonna look good with bangs Hold on, first. I have another one. I have no words. <laughs> Your brother looks absolutely pissed. First of all, your brother looks at least like a 50-year-old man. On point, though. I mean, that's... He drew on the beard with the eyeliner. Like, from far away, that looks like a legit beard. It does, but he's so little. And I'm wearing um, blush and lipstick. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that lipstick is. I can tell. Is it on your teeth? No. I was missing my teeth. (laughs) had a gap tooth i wasn't gonna say anything she pointed it out okay i'm like seven here y'all it's cute no i'm probably i'm probably like seven i still have a gap it's fine so i'm just missing (laughs) missing one of my front teeth and the bottom i thought you had lipstick on your teeth like a giant chunk it's just unfortunate teeth loss oh my gosh teeth loss teeth loss I know. My mom said that to me today, and I just texted her, and I said, thank you. <laughs> this is what I needed. I needed that, Mom. <laughs> I remembered what was making me laugh so hard so cool. from the last episode, and it was the taint tattoo. <laughs> oh, my goodness, no. I forgot all about that until I listened to <laughs> Never bring that back. <laughs> well, now that you've had time to think about it. Um, I s- actually, <laughs> I still haven't, I'm just still stuck on Sylvester the cat. <laughs> I guess Tweety Bird? Oh, because you guys can match. <laughs> yes. We literally never see each other's taint tattoos. <laughs> Why would anybody need to match taint tattoos? Started when I when I recommended Tweety Bird. That's my bad. That's my bad. It is. It spiraled from there. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh shit. Sorry about that. I but forgot also, about serious that. Serious question. Do women no. have taints or what? is it a gooch? Which oh. one's the, which one's which? Gosh, gooch. Why, it's how a gooch. Are we here already. We're five minutes in. <laughs> and, and we're five deep. So I've literally oh, never true. heard the word gooch in my life. What? <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I just showed you a picture of me dressed as a Bible character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she broke herself. Oh, she did it to herself. You win. <laughs> I was going to say, what part of this is surprising? 
You win at your own game. I'm hilarious. What? <laughs> what? It's really that picture. And it's because, so, I had long, pretty hair. My mom decided to chop it all off and give me, like, a pixie cut, <laughs> which would be cute <laughs> if I didn't have such thick, big hair. <laughs> it was a <laughs> with you. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> it looked like a mushroom, and so everybody called me Mushroom Head for oh. years until it grew back oh, out. I thought it was just bangs. It was the whole <laughs> head. Bowl cut. <laughs> it looked like a bowl cut. I picture it like Dumb and Dumber when he gets the bowl yes. cut on his head with yes. the missing teeth. That's exactly He's got the big gap tooth or broken tooth. And to this day, my mom's like, I love that haircut. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> No, Mom, it was terrible. Oh, no. So, a little fun fun fact about me. I had a terrible haircut as a kid. Mm. What I are you looking at? we all went at? through those phases, didn't we? The difference between taint, gooch, oh, and gosh. apparently there's another word. It's oh. called <clears throat> grundle. No, we're mm. past I've never this. heard that one. I've never heard that one either. Mm. Well, it's all the same thing. That's disgusting. Taint and gooch are the same. Good to know. What are we drinking tonight? <laughs> I actually don't know the name of this. Um, it's a TikTok recommendation. Yeah, TikTok made us do it. Shocker. It's really good. It's um, crown apple with lemonade. Mm-hmm. It is quite delicious. I, and you can't even taste the lemonade. And just... if you're wondering why we are the way we are already, it's because it's <laughs> half and half. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> can't taste the lemonade at all. I know. I'm like, mmm, it's real apple also, please note that I finally conceded, and I am obsessed with TikTok. I wasn't going to say anything, but I knew this was coming. She's been sending us TikToks all week, and I'm so <laughs> proud of her. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? Isn't isn't it the best? It's, it's so, so funny. addicting. Yeah, I just don't understand how I can get on. Like, oh, I'm just going to do five, and then Mm-mm. five hours later, right? Totally. That's, that's the, the problem whole of TikTok. Have you gotten to the part where there's somebody that comes on? And it's like, hold on, you've yes. been scrolling too long, and I'm like, it's shut time, the fuck up. It's time to go to sleep. I just scroll past them. I do too. I'm like, I don't think I've ever actually gotten to that to, point yet. Tell me what to do. Mind your own business. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of Netflix want. being like, are you still watching? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, Netflix. I'm still watching. I'm always watching. And I, I feel sure judged. Thank you. Yeah. It's best though when you can see yourself in the reflection in the Netflix one and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> or the worst is when my kids are like, mom, come get the remote. I'm like, oh, yes, we are still watching Netflix. <laughs> Double chin, pajamas for two days. (laughs) Fuck you, Netflix. I feel that deep struggle. And we had a shot tonight also. Mm -hmm. Tell them about the shot we took. It was called Christmas in Your Mouth, and it was... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) It was Fireball, vanilla vodka, and cranberry. It was actually very delightful. And it tasted like Christmas in your mouth. It did. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right there in your mouth. Right there. How many times were you going to say in your mouth? A lot. A few in your more. Mouth. I mean, yeah. I've more. got more in me. <clears throat> this drink's about to be in my mouth. It's been going in our mouths. That's what he said. <laughs> she said. a very weird they conversation. Said. <laughs> Anybody can, can say it. it's been two weeks since we've been together? I know. <laughs> the jokes are flowing. The drinks are flowing. Jokes is used lightly. <laughs> We're just we we're the only ones who think it's funny. I'm sure of it. Aww. Have you guys watched anything good on any of the the places? Okay, any of the places. Yeah. Oh, she. Why do you bring this up? She's gonna get mad at us. I'm not watching her recommendations. I'm gonna say it again, and then I'm gonna move on. But <laughs> I'm not. I'm not 
That's fine. Go ahead. What we do in the shadows is hilarious. 10 out of 10 would recommend. I haven't seen the movie yet, though, so I will do that. Oh, there's a movie, too. I think the show is actually based off of the movie. Oh, okay. So, need to do that one. But I did watch a scary movie also because of TikTok. What did mm-hmm. you watch? Mm-hmm. The Dark and the Wicked. I have not heard of this. I hadn't either. I think it just came out this year in 2020. Probably should watch it on. She probably Prime? shouldn't say that because she's told us about it before. It's I fine. Did. I did say it in a text, but <laughs> oh. I was just going along with it. <laughs> Thank you, Boydson, for calling me out. <laughs> I thought maybe Got you were you. just trying to engage in conversation. So I'm like, it sounds familiar now. <laughs> now that I've been called out, it sounds familiar. I've also been drinking. I so. even said, you guys, you should watch this movie. Oh, I actually watched this movie. Oh, it was really good. I'm glad you paid attention. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, was this a day I was sleeping? Let's blame it on that. Sure. <laughs> sure. I'm sure it was. Boyson, you keep your mouth shut, okay? <laughs> Last night, I watched Run. Mm-hmm. And I'm convinced that Sarah Paulson can do no wrong. I freaking love her. She is I amazing. love her so much. I love her in every American Horror Story. Love her. All the things. All the I just got Hulu, so I'm behind in the times, but I just finished the wait, act. Wait, wait, wait. When did you get Hulu? Mm-hmm. Like within the past month. So I'm saying like I'm just now catching up on the shows that are on Hulu. I feel like we talked about this like episodes ago. I know. I'm saying I'm catching mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So I just watched the act <laughs> and it was great. I still have never seen it, but I feel like I get the story. Like I already know it. I actually don't know that one. What's it about? Um, Munchausen by proxy that mm. happened in Springfield. It was actually like really widely publicized because it was close to us. Are you talking about Gypsy? Yes. yes. Gypsy Rose. Oh, no, Gypsy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that isn't that other one kind of loosely based on? It's Munchausen by yeah. proxy, yeah. And it's amazing. It's a very good show. They, I feel but like it's they got did a, a little bit job. of a twist to it. Ooh, mm-hmm. they did um, a very good job. I feel like in the show, talking about two different things. But wait, what are you same talking diagnosis. about? Are you not run? About? Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought we were ta- okay. Continue. <laughs> no, I'm, I would just highly recommend it. I loved it. It's got your psych stuff in it. Love it. Yeah, Love psych with a little twist. Okay, so good. Oh, actually, back to the movie I was telling you about. It I was thinking of you during it because it's kind of about demonic possessions. What, what platform did you watch it on? Prime. Prime. Prime like right. she said in the text. <laughs> okay, can you stop? <laughs> actually, I know this because you asked what platform. <laughs> I said you rented on Prime. You have to rent it. It's like seven bucks, but oh, worth it. I do remember this conversation now because I remember that <laughs> part mm-hmm, about renting it. Mm-hmm. And you said it's um the dark and the wicked. I'm pulling it up now to add. There it is. Thank you. Hey, Think you'll like it. Hey, how's the Nightmare Before Christmas coming? <laughs> that was oh, a middle finger to my face. <laughs> Watch list. <laughs> Listen, I have not watched it. You I'm promised. Sorry. I, I know, held up so my sorry. end of the bargain. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have no excuse. What have you been watching? The, I just told the you. The act. The act. Oh. And me and my <laughs> husband... He's very picky about what he watches, and so a lot of this stuff, like, I know he won't watch, so it's like, when I have free time to watch something without him present, which is, like, never. <laughs> so, the act was my first show. So, next will be the Nightmare, the Nightmare Before Christmas, which I know he won't watch. I know he won't watch What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> so good. He He's pretty much, like, sports. Mm-hmm. And then and, and sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just really love it. And I'm hesitant to watch shows with him because he will... <clears throat> Like, one season in, he'll be like, yeah, I'm tired of this show. You can continue on yeah. without me. And I'm like, oh, but I'm invested. I have to know. <laughs> so you can keep watching it. <laughs> yes. So, yes, I will watch. I, yes, I, I need to. I have a week off at Christmas, so I will watch all the things. 
if I don't get to them before then. I'll need a book report. Um, <laughs> I also am a total junkie when it comes to The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So The Bachelorette takes up two hours of my life every week. I used to be, but I just can't anymore. I, I love it. I can't give it up. It's the one, like, I get it. I did it for a long TV. time. Just no. Do you know what's really fun, though, Trashy TV? What? 90 Day Fiance. I love 90 Day Fiance so much. I thought I thought The Bachelor and The Bachelorette was your one trashy TV. No, 90 Day Fiance is also my trashy TV. All right, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and like ba- that whole franchise. Bachelor and pra- Paradise, I do it all. Yeah. And then 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance is. I do love it. I'm late to the game on that one too, but. I've kind of given up good. because there's so many spinoffs off of it that I'm just like, <laughs> it keeps getting worse and trashier. the remix. Did you hear it? <laughs> I mean, ignoring both of you guys because I know what you're laughing at. I didn't see anything. And I think it's very rude that you continue to laugh at my speech abnormalities. You guys laugh at mine and I've come to terms with it. Every time I laugh, my eyes shake, so I'm trying to... <laughs> I've noticed that. You're like... <laughs> Clink, 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 clink. I move a lot when I laugh. Remember when we were at the last place and I was leaning up against the door? <laughs> yes, and you kept making it make a noise. What noise was it making? It was it's like, like a, a knocking. Rattle. Yeah. It was like rattling. And everybody, we were doing an EVP session. They're like, what's that? <laughs> and Sarah's just laughing. Her body is shaking the wall. Uh, that was the best part of the whole night. Oh, that I was, was a kidding. Fun part of it. I, I mean, it really fun. was, to be honest. It we'll get to that. Time. <laughs> Anyhow, what are we doing today? What's our What's our topic? Paranormal. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I didn't think she was gonna come in, <laughs> and then I saw her head you out of the corner. My eye like turned to the microphone. You tilted your head back like we knew we were gonna sing it. But I didn't think you were going to see it. I um, tried to make it a thing. I don't know that it is one, but... We're <clears throat> doing paranormal tonight. <laughs> yeah. Tried um, to make it like true crime. It's fine. Yeah. It, it might be the only works with true crime. By the way, my daughter always says that now. She's like, you can't just say that anymore. It's true crime. Oh my gosh. I love her so much. <laughs> you don't have to listen. Do you let her listen? Um, sometimes, she, like, <laughs> sometimes when, we're, uh, when I'm Ryan, listening, stop listening right now <laughs> <laughs> to preview the episode or whatever, I'll put it in the car on the front speaker if it's just her and I, and I think she's not really listening, but kids hear everything. She hears She's so lot. invested <laughs> and she loves it that she just wants to hear more. She does. Beckett asks for it on Alexa just because he likes to hear our voices. Aww. I think that's kind of funny. That's very sweet. And then I'm like, mm, but maybe don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe some um, of the things I talk about. We're talking probably about murder. Not. Also gooch and taint. Oh, and, yeah, that too. and D's nuts. And D's, oh my God. <laughs> Can we please tell the story real quick before we get into our episode? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to, you don't have to. No, I, it's fine. It's totally <laughs> fine. I actually cried laughing, so that tells you the kind of parent that I am. But uh, I had received a text from Beckett's parent or Beckett's uh, teacher that said that he was going to be sent home with a think sheet that day because he was continuously shouting out these nuts <laughs> during class. It would not stop. These nuts. <laughs> he is you're, my hero. He really parents. is. First of all, how does he know that? I have I have literally no idea. That's what I was wondering what is being said in your household. I'm not sure, but I don't think that. <laughs> you and Ben don't just go screaming that in each other's faces. <laughs> These nuts. So like 
In my day and age, that was a popular vine of the the kid sitting on the couch that was yep. pranking his dad. He's like, "Did you get my package?" It w- was it these nuts? <laughs> ah, got him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And so that's what I think of, and I think that's like what most people think of our age. Yes, but apparently there's actually a peanut company called these nuts which you know i'm suspicious that that's where he got it from because he's allergic <laughs> is there like a commercial <laughs> to peanuts <laughs> i'm trying to think is there a commercial that he saw this on and he specifically said he was trying to do it to make his classmates laugh mm-hmm. but he was talking about peanuts i don't know i don't know sounds like backpedaling to me oh goodness i'm on to him right and i like it <laughs> pray for me <laughs> <laughs> all I can say. Just for the, the Karens out there, I did not laugh while talking to him about it. Okay. I took it seriously and I said, you can't talk like this in class and be disrespectful. But on the sideline, I laughed my ass off. Yes. <laughs> because that's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. I literally died of laughing when you Because <laughs> I was just imagining him. These nuts. <laughs> like on repeat. <laughs> just would not stop. <laughs> Oh, uh, um, and FYI, he's eight. So those of you who are wondering, <laughs> <laughs> parenting win, yeah, yeah, or fail, whatever way you want to look at whatever it, whatever way you want to look at it, all the things, both. All right, ready to spin, spin in the wheel for our paranormal. Nope, all my own there. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I already forgot. I forgot I made it a song. <laughs> paranormal. There we go. <laughs> it's okay. I had my mouth full of <laughs> apple. Blue solo. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. Yay. The sound again. So sorry. Oh, my go. God. Fail. I'm getting more to the lemonade part now that I've drank all the <laughs> apple. Oh, uh, was the apple floating? All the alcohol. <laughs> you know, in hindsight, it did say to stir. <laughs> and mine still that. tastes pretty mixed, nah? Yeah, mine's still pretty mixed. <clears throat> oh, hold on. Let me do a... Squirrel. Maybe it's because I'm laughing so much and swirling it. <laughs> Need to laugh more, I guess. I mentioned this to them earlier, but there's a lot of names in this story, so I apologize for that ahead of time. So bear with me, but I'm going to tell you about the curse of Deadly Town, Connecticut. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Deadly Town, Connecticut. Not deadly. Dudley. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's ruined already. <laughs> I know. Now this sounds just now less I epic. Sound like a fucking womp womp. <laughs> There's a town. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, Lindsay, there's not. Dudley? There's not. It's just Dudley Town, damn it. Dudley sounds terrifying, too. <laughs> like from Harry Potter? Yes, yeah. thank you for getting that. Got you. Got you, got you. This is not a nice person. Well, I think okay. it was his upbringing, but yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Well, so this is definitely a like a downer after Dudley Town. <laughs> Dudley Town. <laughs> The total dud. We can pretend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so it's located <laughs> in Connecticut, right? It's located in Connecticut. If you didn't catch that, good job, Boydston. Yeah, nailed it. A plus listening. It's Thank near you. Cornwall. That really cleared it up for me. I know exactly where that is. I knew like it. General. <laughs> I have no idea where <laughs> that is. No people. Clue. General wasn't that a thing. General Cornwall. I think it was, but I don't know if it has anything to do okay. with Cornwall. Okay. I, I'm, I'm just gonna say. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Keep drinking. Oh, there there she is. (laughs) I'm ready. Okay. The the land was first purchased by a man named Thomas Griffiths. Griffiths. That's hard to say. And it was first settled in the early 1740s 
uh, but it wasn't actually named until 1747 after the arrival of Gideon Dudley. Gideon brought a couple brothers with him, um, and they were forever known as the men who brought a curse into this small town. Apparently, this curse has plagued the area ever since. So here's a little bit of background about the curse. It's pretty detailed, so strap in. <laughs> Sorry. I'm strapped. I'll, I tried my best to make it pretty. <laughs> Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> I set you up for that. I apologize. <laughs> you really did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, maybe think of a different one. <laughs> okay. The curse began in 1510 when a man named Edmund Dudley was beheaded for trying to overthrow the king. Supposedly, a curse was placed on his family at that time, which stated that all of the Dudley descendants would be surrounded by horror and death. No, that sucks. And after that, it's said that they began to experience a run of bad luck. Edmund's son, John Dudley, also attempted to control the throne by arranging for his son, Guilford, to marry Lady Jane Grey, who was next in line for the crown. The plan failed, and Edmund, John, and Lady Jane were all executed. Shortly after, Guilford's brother returned from France and brought home a plague that killed thousands. Things aren't going great for the Dudleys so far. They are not. Eventually, a descendant of the cursed Dudleys traveled to the New World and ended up buying land near Cornwall. Connecticut. Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A portion of this land would become what is known as Dudley Town. (laughs) What are your hands doing here? That's a portion. This is a big, the area that all the land, this is a portion. Okay. (laughs) Can you get it now? I got it. All right. Thank you for the visuals. You're welcome. The land is covered in thick forest and there are rocks everywhere on the ground. So it's, you know, not exactly ideal for farming, if you can imagine. Mm. The mountains that are nearby create a ton of shadow, which made it even more impossible for them to grow crops. They basically relied on the nearby town of Cornwall for everything. Especially corn. Yeah. It's going to be disappointing if Cornwall has no corn. I'm going to I'm gonna say they, they probably didn't. I mean, right? Was Connecticut known for corn, <laughs> corn farming? For farming. <laughs> corn farming? Is that know. a thing? I feel like that's a thing. Corn farming? Yes. Is that what it's called? Isn't that Nebraska? Don't have Nebraska? Did you say Nebraska? <laughs> I heard that too. Nebraska. <laughs> There's an N in there. Oh, there's an N. I said N. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Well, in our town of Dudley Town, there were never any stores, shops, schools, or churches there. And also, when people died, they'd have to bring their bodies over to Cornwall because there was no cemetery. So what is there in Dudley Town? Houses? Just houses. Okay. The Dudleys. Yeah. The Dudleys, basically. At its peak. They named the town after themselves. <laughs> yes. That's so dumb. As you do. As you do. <laughs> I feel like that's over half of the town. That's true. Right? That's like Jamestown. That that's true. Okay. I'm sorry, Dudleys. You've offended all the Dudleys now and Dudley Towns. Thanks. <laughs> At its peak, there were 26 families living there. So just huge. Just a bumbling city. It's a lot of Dudleys. <laughs> they weren't all Dudleys, but... There were 26 families. So over the years, there were definitely some strange deaths and bizarre happenings that went on in Dudley Town. A man named Abiel, A-B-I-E-L. Sure. Abiel. Yeah. Uh Mm Uh-huh. He was one of the original townspeople. He eventually ended up losing his mind and became a ward of the town of 26 families. Just a town. (laughs) Not Cornwall, just a Dudley Town. Well, like, not a ward of the state? (laughs) Just a town. Just a (laughs) town. I think Dudley Town is making up its own rules and laws. I mean, 
yeah, when you live up there by yourself. Like, yeah, and you have no courthouse there. Else. Yeah. <laughs> when he wasn't able to pay his debts, that's when he became a ward of the town. <laughs> poor, poor Abiel. In, in 1792, Gershon Hollister was killed while building a barn at one of the homes. They're all attributing this to the, the curse, FYI. Oh, okay. A plague swept through the town and ended up killing an entire family, that. which out of 26 was a big deal. Plague's, plague sounds terrible. Which, how did they get a plague up there? I mean, they're so isolated anyways. I mean. Because they had to go to Cornwall all the time. Cornwall. True dad, true dad. <laughs> I, okay, so the plague, it may have been the consumption Mm. Consumption, consumption, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> consumption junction. <laughs> I think a junction junction. Yes, thank you. Okay, continue. I put that, but did consumption happen in seventeen hundreds? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I got mixed reviews when I was reading. So anyhow, could have been consumption. It was a plague. In an attempt to flee from the plague, one family moved to the Delaware wilderness. Oh, that was enough. <laughs> Delaware Wilderness, which was in the Native American territory, uh, they were attacked, and the mother, father, and infant child were all killed. Three of the other children were abducted and taken to Canada, where the daughters were ransomed, and the son remained with his captors. I guess apparently he ended up marrying a girl from the tribe and then moved back to the States to go to law school. Wow. After all of that. That's incredible. Right? It's kind of a crazy story. In 1804, Sarah Fay was struck by lightning while standing on her front porch in Dudley Town and was killed instantly. That is bad luck. That's terrible odds. <laughs> to be in Dudley Town, the smallest <laughs> town in the world. And then just on your porch. And get struck by lightning and die. That's awful. After the Civil War, the town pretty much just died down and everyone packed up and left. Yeah, because there's nothing there. <laughs> right? One of the last residents, his name was John Patrick Brophy. His wife died of consumption. Mm. Shortly after the funeral, his two children vanished into the forest. Ah, okay. Not long after that, his house burned to the ground, and he also vanished into the forest, never to be seen again. That's very sad. What's in the forest? It's cursed. All the land. Must be. Dr. William Clark had a vacation home in Dudley Town. He and his wife were visiting the vacation home when he was called to New York for an emergency. When he returned just 36 hours later, he found that his wife had gone insane. She claimed that strange creatures came out of the forest and attacked her. Oh. And she committed suicide soon after. Jeez. So this is some time later. Later in 1924, he formed the Dark Entry Forest Association. What's that acronym? Give it to me. It's the DIFA. <laughs> DIFA? <laughs> yes, thank you. That's Dafa. what I was waiting for. DIFA. <laughs> Queen La Diva. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's what they called it for short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for long. Sense. They called it for, for long. long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was longer than just Diva, so. But it's catchier. Uh, it was designed to act as a forest preserve so that the land around Dudley Town would remain forever wild. They still own most of the land where the village once stood. Hmm. So around the 1940s, some ghost stories started to surface. Some claim to have captured ghostly images on film. Um, There have been overwhelming feelings of terror, mysterious lights, sights and sounds, feelings of being touched, pushed, and scratched. Researchers have referred to it as a negative power spot or a place where entities enter this world from the other side. People Hmm. say that it's eerily quiet and still, 
and the wildlife that would normally inhabit the area are not there. Um, here's why I picked this town. Rumor has it that it is the town that inspired the film, The Blair Witch Project. Mm, Blair. <laughs> I just watched that this weekend. <laughs> it was actually still kind of scary. It is still kind it of scary. It scares me, yeah. yeah. I can't believe you didn't get motion sickness watching that, though. Mm, no. That one hurt. That one hurt my stomach when I was watching it in the theater. Maybe mm. it was because it was huge. I bet yeah. on the theater, yeah. It was It was a lot. All right. Uh, so apparently our good friends, the Warrens, oh, they went there. Ed and Lorraine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and recorded a Halloween special sometime in the 70s. And they declared it demonically possessed. Whoa. So as you can imagine, after they announced this, kind of opened the floodgates people to all the people coming in. Yep. Yep. Of course. I and get that. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you know, kind oh, of popular. Mm-hmm. Demons. <laughs> this town that's just totally abandoned i was gonna say is this like wilderness or is like there's still buildings there no it's pretty much gone okay. everything's gone there's yeah. still i've seen oh so hang on uh this opened the floodgates since it has been a place of many alleged paranormal experiences and it's also drawn some people in who are interested in some of the darker forces okay so like the occult. summoning yeah mm, witches. um <laughs> witches maybe <laughs> Also, maybe some other things. I don't right. know. Uh, but really, no one's allowed to go. It's totally private property owned by the Dark Entity Forest Association or DIFA. Queen Ladifa, yeah. Queen Ladifa. <laughs> it's owned by Queen Ladifa. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. They discourage all visitors. And it's heavily patrolled by local and state police who will arrest anyone and prosecute trespassers. Oh, okay. So you are not allowed to go there. Not allowed to investigate. Got it. No, no. Of course, though, I watched some YouTube videos of kids that went in there and were videoing the whole thing. They got a ticket at the end of it, but... Um, I mean, how expensive is the ticket? Is it worth it? 70 bucks. <laughs> oh, trespassing. Yeah. Um, but there were no buildings as far as what I could see, but yeah. there's definitely some rock wall that looks like it was built back in the day. It looks like a forest. There's some creek beds and trees, and but I don't know how anybody lived there because... Yeah. You can't grow anything or have animals anywhere. So that is that. That is Dudley. the cursed town of Deadly Town. <laughs> I mean, Deadly it sounds town. pretty deadly, We're going to change I mean, it to Deadly that, Town. I feel like that was an accurate pun. <laughs> sounds deadly. I think you were right. You just knew it was coming. I knew it. There you go. Thank you. Who knew that was the inspo? I've never heard of that. So that's awesome. I'm also bummed that we can't go there. I mean, I'm hearing there's a chance. You can't go there. <laughs> I'm air quote quoting. Officially. I just, I like to follow the rules. She's a rule follower. She so. is. She's such a six. So when I was looking, um, one of the groups that we've gone to do these paranormal investigations with, I think it was American Hauntings. I don't know. One of the groups, they had it on their website as a place that they went to. Hmm. So I don't know if they go to like the gates and they just don't go all the way in. Maybe they get um, have permission special or permission. Yeah. Or maybe they have permission. I have no idea. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah. Okay. Thanks so much. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Thanks so much. (laughs) You're welcome. You know I had to include something about Blair Witch Project. I know. I know. You've been like on a movie kick lately, like inspo behind like Scream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find it really interesting. It's quite the kick. Yeah. (laughs) I've done two now. (laughs) I'm on a kick. Oh, just by the... Sneaked by. Just a little bit. It's Boydston. Snack? No, sneaked. Just by, the, just by the what? I, I just by the sneaked. <laughs> just, just by the hair on my chinny chin chin. You got hair on your chin? I do. It's fine. <laughs> just on my sideburns. 
Just buy my dingleberries. <laughs> nope, not that. Yes. <laughs> Lizzie has dingleberries. Okay, can we stop? <laughs> Don't ever say that phrase sentence I'll again. I'll never not say that. <laughs> I am ready for your story. Okay. Uh, so we're going to head to <laughs> Corpus Christi, Texas. <gasps> okay. <gasps> okay. I'm excited. It's a beach town. Oh. Mm-hmm. It is because this is where a former World War II aircraft carrier is now permanently docked. Beautiful, you did a great job. This huge ship is now a museum (laughs) and also is haunted. It's called the USS Lexington. A haunted ship and a PowerPoint! Yay! You know how I love World War II. Thank you. I love World War II, too. Stop nope. copying me, Lindsay. <laughs> I, I laugh because I said World War II, too. I heard. <laughs> World War II also. As well. As well. Uh, the USS Lexington, Sorry. also known as Lady Lex, was commissioned in 1943. Oh, she's, big she's, Ooh, she's thick. Huge. She's thick. Very thick. Okay. Nope. Done with that. <laughs> but she is, though. Thick. Look at her go. <laughs> It's a ass. picture. She's not <laughs> moving. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. Work it. Look at Next. her go. Put your anchor down with it and reverse she it. She is parked. She's anchor. parked, but she's parked. flexing with all those aircrafts on top. I can't with you. Let's watch her flex some more. Mm-hmm. So, Look what you guys did. It immediately joined the Central Pacific Fleet out of Pearl oh, Harbor. There she is. And from there, participated in 21 months of combat. Ooh, okay. The ship's planes destroyed 372 enemy aircraft in the air and 475 more on the ground. Get wow. it. Get it. It sank or destroyed 300,000 tons of enemy cargo and damaged an additional 600,000 tons. Additionally, the ship's guns shot down 15 planes and assisted in shooting down five more. She's a beast. Japanese propaganda gave the ship the name the Blue Ghost because the Japanese military claimed that they had sunk it four separate times. Mm, But they didn't. My detective determined that was a fly. A fly? fly? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the episode title. That was a lie. Listen. What? The drinks are flowing. Lindsay's having fun. And of course I'm going last. I just want to know what word you were going to say. Lie. I know, but combined with what? That was, what? That was like, a fake. That no. was just my... Pronunciation, it's not the best. And it gets worse it's when alcohol totally is the Totally wrong word. <laughs> that was awesome. Light lie detector determined that was a fly. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Can't with you. Five sentences in. <laughs> you made myself a pep talk right now, okay? So, Lindsay, Linda, you got this. Listen, Linda. It's, Lindsay's it's, gone. It's okay. Linda, Linda in the house. Linda's in the house. Oh, okay. 
The USS Lexington earned 11 battle stars and a commendation from President Roosevelt. The ship was briefly decommissioned from 1947 to 1952 and then went to San Diego to participate in fleet operations during tensions in Cuba. Then from 62 to 1990, the ship was stationed at Pensacola as a naval training aircraft carrier. The USS Lexington was decommissioned in 1990 after having the longest career of any aircraft carrier. It was given to the city of Corpus Christi to be used as a museum and memorial ship. So a history of the attacks on this ship include the following. In 1943, just after reporting for duty with the Central Pacific Fleet, the ship was torpedoed by a Japanese submarine, killing several men on board. In 1944, a Japanese kamikaze attack during a sea battle struck the engine room and the back of the bridge area. While some men were killed by the bullets of the attacking planes, 50 seamen I've been death. waiting for her to make a joke about <laughs> seamen. They were I burned. didn't. I just coughed right at the same time. 50 seamen were burned to death <laughs> when the plane hit the engine room. She's saying it on purpose. <laughs> there is something Damn going it. on outside. <laughs> There's a bus going on somewhere. Um, there were two other major attacks on the ship, killing some of the seamen on board. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Is there another word we can use? Seamen. <laughs> 370 men died aboard the USS Lexington, but not all of them were war casualties. Some deaths were caused by accidents or illness. There was a chief petty officer that act was uh, he accidentally backed up into a propeller, Ooh. and that sounds like a terrible way to die. Yes, sounds horrible. But let's talk about the ghosts. Yes. Okay. So spirits have manifested all over the ship, and hundreds of personal experiences have been reported. Many sensitive people have reported feeling sick in certain areas of the ship, particularly in the switch room. One time, painters were in for improvements, and when they returned from a short break, their large room that they left not completed was complete. Whoa, that's helpful. Often, people will report hearing the movement of clothes and the sound of footsteps right behind them, and when they turn around, no one is there. Uh, there's an entity of a Japanese pilot and an entity of an American seaman, often standing together for a moment in the hallway. So the thought is that the Japanese pilot and someone else who died is there because of the attack, uh, and they're still on board together, kind of dueling it out. Mm. Ah, bummer. There is an entity of a blue-eyed seaman, <clears throat> thought to be an engine room. <laughs> hey, guys, drink every time you hear the word seaman. <laughs> okay. Ready? It's going to be a game. <clears throat> There's an entity of a blue-eyed seaman, <clears throat> thought to be an engine room operator who died during the Japanese plane attack. He's thought to be good-natured, handsome, and buff with short blonde hair and piercing blue eyes. And it's said that he calls himself Charlie. Aw, Charlie. He is especially seen on the anniversary of his death and is noted to be working in the area of the engine room, looking intently at an engine as if he was trying to fix it. Charlie appears in front of visitors when they are touring, especially in front of pretty young women. Aww. And once he introduced himself to a family and offered them a tour. The family said that they lost him below deck and when they went to ask him about it, or went to ask about him, they were told that there were no guided tours. So he also likes to turn off the lights. Another entity is that of the chief petty, op petty officer who is seen a lot and is still dressed in his uniform, scowling at the living. <laughs> mean. 
They put up a mannequin where he usually appears. In... Oh, of course. Oh, that, I hate mannequins. Look he at that now picture. appears beside <laughs> it. Hi. Why is his arm like that? <laughs> He's offering assistance. That's very erect. <laughs> Semen assistance. Uh, drink. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, finally, there's the entity of a semen oh. seen on deck. Oh, God. <laughs> Once, a staff member mopped a part of the deck and left for a short break. When he returned, there was a single set of footprints in the middle of the deck, but no footprints leading into or out of the wet floor. Oh, spooky. Many people claim to hear voices, screams, and even cries of men and women in distress near the engine room. Aww. Women? Were there women <clears throat> on this boat? That's awfully sexist of you. <laughs> Sorry, World War Two. I mean, mm. I don't know. <laughs> There are I honestly don't know the There are claims of hearing the sound of distant guns being fired as they would have been in battle. During a lightning storm, a witness heard a man screaming and saw a mist of several men running across the deck. Mm. A full seaman in uniform going into the wall has been captured. Paranormal groups have visited and caught several EVT EVPs. <laughs> EV what? Tees. What's the T for? Uh, a phenomenon voice. Telephone. <laughs> it's, a, it's like when what? they it's like when they whisper or like the telephone game. What? I don't know. This is where my brain's What going. in the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have a drink every time she says semen, okay? <clears throat> Listen, my drink's gone. EVP was the full first and last name, Kenneth King, and another said, I'm burning inside the Lexington. Oh. Oh, the Wait, whole sentence? Wait, they that whole sentence? That's what's been reported. That is a long EVP. So that's the story of all of the semen aboard the USS oh Lexington. God, She's killing us. Probably <laughs> <laughs> oh, that last one was on purpose. Ooh, so I love a good we, haunted can ship. Can we go do tours of this place? Like, is it open yeah. for? Ooh, we can do paranormal tours. Do all the things. Yes, love it. So can we do a? Can we do a private investigation? A private with a semen. <clears throat> with a, Damn <laughs> it! <laughs> She's really committed to this game. I was gonna let it go. I just like saying the word semen. Yeah, you do. For the record, listeners, I'm drinking a Movo wine spritzer. It smells horrible, but tastes good. Tastes all right. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's adequate. I like that other drink better. This one. The Malibu? No. I mean, oh. This this crown Malibu one. I am going to do mine. Okay. Good, good. We Let's want to not on a place, but it's on something that is um Does the hand do, do the hand motions help? I'm telling you something they do. That is <laughs> personal to me. Okay. We're gonna talk about Demons. Sleep paralysis. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm here for it. All right. We got a little bit of science here, too. So, whew. I'm going to try to stumble through this. You're going to do great. Thank you. So, sleep paralysis is a sleep disorder that is a state during waking up or falling asleep in which a person is unaware but unable to move or speak. During an episode, one may also hallucinate. Um, the main symptom of sleep paralysis that differentiates it between other sleep disorders is that you are unable to move or to speak. And I put in my notes, you know, like paralysis. Yes. Yeah, that's helpful. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Did you Google that definition? <clears throat> People report hearing imagined sounds such as humming, hissing, static, zapping, and buzzing noises. Others oh. report hearing voices, whispers, or roars. <clears throat> nope. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, another common symptom that people report is a pressure on chest, which is likely due to the fear and the panic of being paralyzed. Uh, sensations of falling out of bed or flying, 
numbness, tingling, or vibrations running mm-hmm. through the body, kind of like when your foot falls asleep and mm-hmm. starts waking up. Other hallucinations that are pretty common that people report are supernatural creatures suffocating or terrifying them, accompanied by a pressure on the chest and difficulty breathing. Yikes. Also reports of menacing shadowy figures entering one's room or lurking outside one's window while the subject is paralyzed. Yes. <clears throat> So That's little, one I'm familiar with. Though. Yes. And I put a little note here, and I know you've had some sleep paralysis too. All of us yeah. have. So we can all like chime in with your experiences. I'm going to tell a little story about one I had oh, most recently. Oh, just me. Yeah. But mine, when I was a kid, and I talked about this in the very first episode. We're going all the way back, y'all. Mine was the guy was lurking outside my window, and I remember seeing him when I was paralyzed, and that was all throughout my childhood. So as soon as I saw that, where they're like, or lurking outside one's window, I was like, oh, hey, hey it's me. That happened. <laughs> Episodes generally last only a couple of minutes. They said there has been, like, typically it's like one to six minutes, but they said there have been a couple cases that were longer than six minutes. Oh, God, that's awful. I was even thinking six minutes is a long yeah, time. that's awful. Mine are, like, probably like a minute, if that. Yeah. It's a long time to be terrified. It's a long time to, yeah, feel paralyzed like that. Can be a one-time thing or recurrent. Can be genetic. Pretty frequent with individuals who have <laughs> narcolepsy. Oh. Um, triggered typically by sleep deprivation, psychological stress, or abnormal sleep cycles. Can, or, or demons. Can, can you guess which of the three Lindsay has? It's all, all three. three. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is, you didn't have those when you were a baby? No, not when I was a baby or a kid, no. The abnormal sleep cycles curious, sleep deprivation. You, you mentioned genetics. Do any anybody else in your family, do they have it? So one of my kids, my one of my four-year-olds, uh, my little boy, he has sleep terrors or yeah, nightmares. Night terrors. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the paralysis, I don't think. But, but have your parents ever? Mm-mm, my parents didn't. Mm. And none of my siblings did. But my little boy, he will wake up like screaming bloody murder. Yeah. And I'll go in there and his eyes will be open. But it's like he doesn't register. It's yeah. me and I'll be holding him, trying to calm him down yeah. and talking to him. And he's just like pushing away from me, like screaming and crying. Like yeah. it takes him a few minutes to calm down. Yeah. So I think that's kind of a sleep terror thing. But the doctor, his pediatrician, says that's normal. Like a lot of kids yeah. have sleep terrors and they'll just grow out of them. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. He's also too young really to tell me what he dreams about. Like he doesn't remember. Right. But yeah, genetics play a factor. It's estimated that up to 50% of people will experience sleep paralysis at some point in their life. So pretty common with about 5% having regular or reoccurrent episodes. Bummer. Yeah. Um, and then they said reoccurrent, they can happen like once a year or they may happen like once a month or even more frequently than that. So kind of just all over the place. So we're going to talk about some of the possible science behind it. And, um, I even put in my notes, this is a lot, so I'm going to make it real short. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's totally great. Let the record show these two are the medical people. I am not. <laughs> um, not about, not about sleep, sleep paralysis, <laughs> but Okay. <laughs> Um, so one of the main theories is that it's a dysfunction in your REM sleep, your mm-hmm. REM. Mm-hmm. So your REM cycles um, are when you dream. So there is a neurotransmitter called glycine, which puts your body into a temporary state of paralysis for your voluntary muscles. So your involuntary, your breathing and stuff is still working. But they said mainly like your voluntary muscles shut down. So that way you're not like flailing around in your sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, if you awaken suddenly from REM sleep, that paralysis may still be in effect, even though you are conscious. So that neurotransmitter is still going through your body. Mm-hmm. They say you feel pressure on your chest, or a lot of people report that because your body has been taking like rhythmic, shallow breaths while you're sleeping and you wake up and you're trying to take a deep breath and that neurotransmitter is still causing you to take shallow breaths. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, studies found that individuals who experience sleep paralysis 
have shorter REM cycles um, than normal, and they also have shortened non-REM cycles and fragmentation of their REM sleep. So basically, they're not getting good sleep. Okay. Um, disturbances of sleeping patterns can also precipitate an episode of sleep paralysis. So typically, paralysis occurs when your sleep patterns are disrupted. Another uh, possible theory is that neural functions that regulate your sleep are out of balance in a way that causes different sleep states to overlap. So basically, your body and your brain are out of sync. Easiest way I can sum that up. So your brain thinks you're awake. Your body thinks you're still asleep. Okay. Also makes sense. Yeah. Sounds horrible. There was a lot more science behind that, and mm. I, my eyes glazed over, and I said, nope. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good explanation. Thank good you. Job. Thank you. <laughs> and then genetics as well. They've done um, identical twin studies that show that if one twin has sleep paralysis, the other twin is very likely to have it as well. Mm. And a lot of what I found, there's they're still studying this. Like they, Nobody really knows. Okay. Here we go. This is lots of science words. I'm going to try. <laughs> the fragmentation of REM sleep, your hypno which is your state of consciousness leading out of sleep, so when you're waking up, and your hypnogogic, which is your transitional state when you're going from wakefulness to sleep. Both of those hallucinations have a, a genetic component as well. They have noticed. Just fun fact. Okay. Right. We're going to get to the hallucinations part, because this is the part that interests me the most. So these are the most commonly reported hallucinations. Like I said, people believe that there's like an intruder or someone in their room. Presence of an incubus. Because remember mm-hmm. we talked about incubus once? Yes. <laughs> I still don't know the difference between incubus and succubus. But Incubus is the male that is succubus trying is to yes, trying okay. to attack females. Yeah. So these two, the presence of an incubus and belief that there's an intruder in the room are highly correlated with each other. So people will report both of those pretty commonly as well as with uh, out of body <laughs> out of I body experiences otter. okay all right out of body okay <laughs> like you. that feeling you get when you wake up and like you see your body still in the bed but you're like floating away listen that's never happened to me <laughs> has that happened to you where you can see your own body I've never had an out of body experience no. <laughs> you said it like it happens regularly I'm like no. oh yeah no i've never had that one that's a that's bizarre or people report a sensation of floating, kind of like what I just said. Yeah. You feel like you're floating. So the hypothesis behind Ooh. that is that the mechanisms which usually coordinate your body movement become activated. And because your body's actually not moving, it induces like a floating sensation or you feel like you're floating. Okay. So there's, sounds horrible. Yeah. This all sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is also the hypervigilant state. So that is your emergency response that is activated in the brain when individuals wake up paralyzed and feel vulnerable to attack. So you're awake, but your body won't move. So you start to panic, basically. Yeah. As anybody yeah. would. Sure. So helplessness intensifies your threat response. So basically, it's just like a never ending cycle. Like you feel like you can't move. And so you start to become freaked out. And so then you become hypervigilant and then your body causes you to panic and you keep going. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. Got it. Um, people report feeling an evil presence is perceived. So they're feeling like an evil presence is there trying to suffocate them by pressing heavily on their chest or strang- strangulating them. Strangling them? <laughs> <laughs> I understand. So- I like strangulating. <laughs> it sounds different. For an example, <laughs> you try to breathe deep, your body won't let you, so your brain is interpreting that as something is sitting on your chest, something is suffocating you, which makes you feel trapped, which causes you to feel afraid and strangulated, yeah. and <laughs> it just keeps going in a cycle. We're doing this. Gotcha. 
All right. Oh, what are, what are those hand motions you're doing? <laughs> do you want to circle? Hey. Why do you keep motioning with your hands? <laughs> because it helps. <laughs> I know. Sleep paralysis is different from other nightmares or sleep terrors because sleep terrors are not REM-based, and there is lack of awareness to your surroundings during these. Interesting. There you go. Basically, okay. like, and I kind of talked about that with my kid, and I had sleep terrors, too, as a kid, where I slept like slept walked and my mom's like it was like you weren't even there you didn't know what was going on like my kid doesn't know i'm there whereas like when you're they're probably not like envisioning themselves in that space right like they're still trapped in their dream whereas like sleep paralysis like you're awake you just can't move yeah okay so you're aware of what's happening just a little fun fact there you are more likely to have sleep paralysis if you sleep on your back Fun fact. Oh, I'm a back sleeper. That explains some stuff. I am a side sleeper, but every time that I have woken up in sleep paralysis, I'm on my back. I sleep like a fucking vampire. (laughs) (laughs) My legs crossed and my hands crossed. (laughs) Like up on a couple pillows. (laughs) In a coffin. I sleep fucking weird. I've always thought that. (laughs) I can't believe you guys haven't noticed yet. (laughs) On our sleepovers, I'm like, hmm. I think I'll go to sleep now. <laughs> I sleep coffin. in whatever position I fall asleep in, which can be any of the above. I fall asleep on my side, but like I said, every time I've woken up in a paralysis, I've been on my back. And they say that it is easier for your soft palate to collapse and obstruct your airway that way. And there's a greater amount of pressure on your lungs by gravity when you're on your back. So okay. that contributes to that feeling. Sure, sure, sure. So treatment for sleep paralysis before we get to the fun paranormal stuff is healthy sleep patterns, obviously. Sure. They have, in some serious cases, used SSRIs, which is a type of antidepressants, mm-hmm. or prozosin, which um, they use for people who have severe PTSD and have nightmares and night terrors, mm. which basically makes you not have nightmares or night terrors, makes you not dream at all. Mm. And then sound fun either. cognitive behavior therapy, some CBT as well has been useful. So we're going to go to the history and the folklore behind it. So, hmm. Mara was first used to describe a nightmare, which this is where we get the word mare from. It was called the Nightmare, which was a mythological demon or goblin who tormented others with frightening dreams. He would come in the night, attacking people in their sleep, paralyzing them, and feeding on their souls while sitting on their chest. Sounds like a real jerk. Mm-hmm. Do you have a picture of Mara? I, I could don't. Could you Google it? <laughs> I could. <laughs> I, I could. Do you want me to? No, I'll me? do it. You go okay. ahead. So this was Mara, um, and then it became Nightmare, and that just eventually shortened to Nightmare. So Rome had documented cases of nightmares and succubus attacks, and just goes back that far. (laughs) Okay, this was going. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say and incubus attacks. So it's like incubus that too. I probably (laughs) forgot to write that. Salem witch trials. Uh, That's me. (laughs) They were accused of summoning the Nightmare. Summoning. Summoning. I put summing, but you're right, summoning. Summing? Mara looks fabulous. Look at this. Oh, look yeah. at him. Whoa. Mara look great. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you love to wake up to that? He looks like a, like a fire dragon or something. It's terrible. Oh, now, now um, Google uh, sleep <laughs> paralysis. Because like- <laughs> there's some terrifying ones of, like, people. There was, like, some, like, drawings of, like, early... Like incubus and stuff sitting on them. Yep. Ooh. what people would wake up to. That's what Barbara looked like in my night terror. Mm-hmm. Or in my sleep paralysis. Although she had old timey clothes on with that Ugh. face. Oh, this one. I know. She scratched my eyes out though. Yikes. So, like I said, Ooh. eventually Nightmare became Nightmare, and that's where we got that word from. 
So the sleep paralysis was first, that term was first used by a British neurologist. His name was S.A.K. Wilson. Sack. <laughs> his name was not Sack, but his initials were S.A.K. I mean, he's got to go by Sack. And I knew you guys were going to say Sack. <laughs> Wilson. Sack Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> he had a dissertation in 1928 called The Narcolepsies. So, basically, before 1928, <laughs> sleep paralysis was considered the work of demons, specifically incubi. Demons. Um, which, like <laughs> I said, is the male demon who engages in sexual activity with women. They were then thought to sit on the chest of the sleepers. Um, so, they used sleep paralysis in various cultures to explain ghosts, alien visits, demonic possession, alien abduction, the night hag, which we're going to get to her, and shadow like people haunting. <laughs> Whoa. So, um, there is a belief in some cultures that people will die if they are not woken up or if they do not come out of their sleep paralysis. So, I mean, well, I mean, if you don't wake up, you're dead. That sounds <laughs> like in a coma. Which, <laughs> sleep if, paralysis if coma. sleep paralysis is that highly feared, they were doing some cultural studies and found that it could lead to higher rates of sleep paralysis because of the stress you're response. Thinking about it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, they did... Like a couple studies, um, they looked at Egypt mainly because Egypt has a very um, long-held belief and cultural beliefs about the jinn and sleep paralysis. So they found that there was high rates and long durations of sleep paralysis in Egypt. And it was associated with great fear in their culture and also believed to be a sign of impending death. So maybe like you wouldn't die then, but like it meant you were going to die. So they compared Egypt and Denmark, where Denmark, you know, attributes sleep paralysis as an odd physiological (laughs) event. So kind of more just, this is just something that happens. So they compared the two and sleep paralysis was three times more common in Egypt than in Denmark. And in Denmark, the people who did have sleep paralysis had shorter episodes and they had less fear of it. Hmm. Just fun little fun facts there. Got it. So here's what some cultures describe as their sleep paralysis. So Egypt, like I said, they have this fear of the jinn and they believe that it's an attack. From the jinn, Cambodia, they call it the ghost I'm not going to pronounce all of these words <laughs> that they call it in their language. I'm just going to do the English translation. Okay. That's so, quitter talk. In Cambodia, it's called the ghost pushes you down, which okay. is a belief of dangerous visitations from deceased relatives. So they believe it's their relatives visiting them. Oh, they're being mean. Italy. This is the one word I will try to pronounce. Mm. Let's do it. Pendefece. <laughs> I loved it. On point. (laughs) Is an evil witch who is a ghost-like spirit or a cat-like creature. Oh, she sounds like right up my alley. Newfoundland. Witch and a ghost. Stop it. (laughs) You did not just say Newfoundland. How do you pronounce it? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. (laughs) Nope. Newfoundland. (laughs) Newfoundland. That's better. Newfoundland. Yep. And parts of Canada (laughs) have the old hag. And maybe you guys have heard this. I haven't. Have you ever heard the phrase hag ridden? Hag ridden? I've never heard this. Like for looking rough, like you look rough, like you didn't sleep. I feel like I have heard it, but also hag ridden. Well, no. Hag ridden is a very kind individual. He does. He is, but he also looks a little rough. Yes. So they said that this. Maybe that got shortened down to hag ridden. Yeah. Hag ridden, this phrase came from that where you look like you didn't sleep much because the old hag was It's gotta be. Hagrid has gotta be you. from Hag ridden. I think we just connected Come on. the dots. Yes. We're, look we're at looking you. at you, JK Rowling. <laughs> In Japan, um, they think that it is due to a vengeful spirit who suffocates 
the enemies while sleeping. What does Japan call it? I don't know. Okay. There's no way I can pronounce that anyways. Are you kidding me? That's why I asked. (laughs) In Nigerian culture, it is a female demon who attacks during dreaming and provokes paralysis. Interesting, though, that it's kind of the same amongst all the Mm -hmm. cultures. All these demons, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Brazil has folklore tales of a creature with long fingernails that lurks on people's rooftops during the night. The creature comes, stays outside the house. <laughs> she comes into their house and yeah, tramples on their chests of those who <laughs> oh, sleep. She's a little more aggressive than I thought initially. <laughs> tramples. I thought that was very aggressive. <laughs> their long ass fingernails and toenails. And then also in Japan, I forgot to say this. Um, I will try. No, I'm not going to try this. But there is a phenomenon with the <laughs> vengeful spirit that is translated as the state of being totally bound as if constrained by metal chains. Okay. Oh, that's pretty accurate. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um, in a study of Cambodian refugees from the 70s, <clears throat> researchers found that many patients referred to something called the ghost that pushes you down. Okay. Again, mm-hmm. in Thailand, a ghost would haunt people when they are half asleep and unable to move. And in some traditional Chinese cultures, ghost oppression caused sleep paralysis. Ghost pressure. In the USA, do you know what they... <laughs> nice <try. laughs> That was a very nice try. Thank you. In the USA, do you know what they attribute sleep paralysis to? Which is... Poor sleep. Space, space alien abduction? Aliens. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. We okay. are the only ones who don't look at demons or like ghosts or spirits. We're like, no, it's alien abduction. <laughs> what? I don't get that. Maybe, I don't know. My own experiences were not alien-like at all. No, mine weren't either. Mine were more demonic. Or what I would picture to be alien-like, I guess I should say. So I've got a couple. Um, BuzzFeed did a really good article about it, and so I've got a couple stories from them. Okay. okay. So this first one, she writes, it happens every time I fell asleep on my back. I wake up, and I can't tell if my eyes are open or shut, but I can see my whole room. See is in quotations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A dark presence is lurking on top of my wardrobe, and as soon as I notice Ooh. it, I try and scream, but I cannot scream and I cannot move. The darkness slithers down the side of my wardrobe, across the floor, and looms over the end of my bed. Then it creeps all over me, trying to invade every orifice. Oh, my. (laughs) I feel an immense pressure like it has pinned me down and is pushing its way into my ears, eyes, and mouth. The darkness then screams a terrible screech into my face, and I try to scream back until eventually I manage to jerk my head, and everything disappears, and I am alone in the darkness. Yikes. Sounds terrifying. Uh-huh. Here's another one. My worst experience with sleep paralysis was after I'd been up all night doing an essay. When I finished, I immediately dozed off. The next thing I knew, I thought I had completely woken up, except there was a shadow demon looming over the end of my bed. It did not have a face, but I could feel it staring at me, and it felt like pure evil. I tried with my whole body to scream, but nothing came out, which only made me panic more. I felt like the demon was about to attack me, then his head twitched to the side, and he pounced on my chest, sort of thrashing at me. I felt like it was suffocating me. I tried to close my eyes again and put all my energy into trying to wake up and move my body, the whole time with the demon hallucination still attacking me. When I was finally fully awake, I lay in bed for about half an hour shaking and next to tears. It was the scariest thing I've ever experienced. I thought it was just a really vivid nightmare until a few months later when I first read about sleep paralysis online. So... Just some, theme com- there. some common themes. Yeah, staying up all night, so you probably don't have good sleep patterns. Um, 
and they did say in my research that like students or like college students are more likely to experience it probably because of the poor sleep mm-hmm. patterns. Mm-hmm. So I've talked a little bit about mine every now and then. I just had a recent one after we just went ghost hunting. Yes, you did. Do tell. Um, and it was terrifying. Pretty sure you have oh, an sorry. entity attached to you. Just uh, that's her. That's her explanation. <laughs> <laughs> so I dreamed about work, which, you know, work has been very stressful. No, we've all talked about that lately. Yeah. And so I think that's why I was dreaming about it. So I dreamed that I came to the hospital and um, it was just pitch black, dark everywhere. There was no patients. There was no people, no staff. It was just completely dark. And in my dream, like I knew something was wrong and I was like running in trying to find people and I couldn't find anyone. And then all of a sudden the lights went on and it was still empty. Like there was nobody around and I'm like yelling, hello, where are you? (laughs) Like, this is a game. (laughs) And I went out one door and there's a staircase and elevators in this long hallway um, in this particular part of the building. (laughs) And I started seeing people. They weren't people, though. They had, like, black eyes. They had, like, no eyes. And they were obviously, like, they looked like patients, but they weren't. And they were pushing, like, wheelchairs and pushing empty beds and all this stuff. Just approaching me, like, slowly. I don't want to say zombies. They weren't like zombies. But kind of. Just, like, soulless black eyes. Yeah. Um, No expression on their face. And so I was like... Who are you? What did you do with them? Because at this point, I'm thinking they did something with everyone. And then the door to the stairwell opens and another one of these people is running down the stairs, like straight for me. Um, He wasn't wasn't walking like everyone else, (laughs) like doing the slow walk, you know? Yeah. Um, And at that point, I became like paralyzed in my dream and start and like I couldn't move. I couldn't run. And I just started saying help like over and over again, like yelling help. So in real life, um, I was yelling. I wasn't yelling, but I was saying, like, help over and over again. And that's what woke my husband up. I just was going, help, 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 like nonstop. And at some point I woke up then and I kept saying help, but, like, I couldn't move any other part of my body. I was flat on my back and I was, like, trying to, because when I have sleep paralysis, like, I try to wake myself up, try to move so I can get my husband's attention Mm -hmm. because he normally pulls me out of it pretty good. But I couldn't. And for some reason, which this never happens, I was able to say help, like, repeatedly. Yeah. Normally when I'm in my sleep paralysis, I can't even talk. And I'm just laying there, like, my fingers, like, kind of clenching up, you know? And so my husband woke up and he was able to pull me out. And as soon as he, like, pulled me out and I could finally move and my body could move, I, like, sat straight up, like, gasping for air, which is, Mm -hmm. like, typical sleep paralysis, Mm -hmm. like, because I felt like I couldn't breathe. So I was like, (gasps) yes. (laughs) Yes, that's awful. And that was my dream. And it was after we got back from a haunted location. (laughs) Which, by the way, is my – that place scared the crap out of me. And I'm pretty sure it was an awful experience for me in a good way. I don't know Mm. if that makes sense. But (laughs) I was messed up from that place. So I'm pretty sure you had something attached to you. Mm -hmm. Plus, you were trying to sleep and you couldn't because you were hearing things all night. Yeah. It was a place I crashed out like a zombie on the floor, like a vampire. (laughs) We haven't even, this episode hasn't come, Yeah, the episode for the place we went hasn't come out yet, but yeah, we, um, I got woken up, we had to be out by 7, 7 7 (laughs) a.m. I got woken up, my alarm was going off at 6.30 to wake us up. We didn't even go to bed till like 4. Yeah. I mean, it was a real quick nap, basically. (laughs) And I got woken up at 6 a.m. I'm the world's lightest sleeper in the world. (laughs) I got woken up at 6 a.m. by like a thud, something, I don't know what it was, but then I couldn't fall back asleep because I could just hear footsteps. Like on the second floor above us. Yeah, and for you to say that, that means a lot. I know. I'm just saying. And I was like, 
I wasn't scared. I was annoyed because <laughs> I was so tired yeah. and I wanted to go to sleep. But I didn't want to wake either one of you up either. And so I just Listen, I probably wouldn't have woken it. up. No. <laughs> I was done. So I just listened to it um, and then went home, slept that day, and it was that night mm-hmm. or that next night that I had yeah. the dream. Have you ever had any sleep paralysis? No. The only thing that I've had that comes close to it is what she mentioned in the beginning. It's that like feeling that you're falling and it jerks you away. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm. I have them probably like once every couple months. I've had two pretty significant ones. Yeah. Um, But one also recently after ghost hunting and mm-hmm. we were home for, I don't know, a night or two. And I woke up. Actually, it was in the middle of the night, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, or what I thought was awake. And I talked about this on one of the episodes. So you might've already heard of it. It was after we came home from McIntyre. Um, I saw somebody coming into my room mm. and it was a, a woman. I could totally tell in like old timey clothes mm-hmm. and I see her entering and I can't move. And then she looks at me and like starts attacking me and scratching my eyeballs out. Oh, and gosh. it scared the bejesus out of me. And mm-hmm. I woke up just hyperventilating. So anyhow, that was not fun. After that. <laughs> I bet. It sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. She's probably dressed in one of those dresses from McIntyre that I saw. I don't know. I probably yeah. put, put together this whole yeah. person in my mind. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Barbara was her name. Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Barb. Damn it, Barb. Bitch. Oh, oh, sweet Barb. No, she was not sweet. She was a big butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara the butthole. And she was clawing my eyeballs out. Yeah. I mine. I mean, I've talked about it with my little demon face that <laughs> yeah hold me throughout my childhood i haven't dreamed of him in years yeah um even though i still have sleep paralysis so i don't i don't know what that means really most times when i'm having sleep paralysis i can't remember whatever i was dreaming about like this most recent time was weird <laughs> was that my stomach or yours <laughs> it's my inner demons in my throat <laughs> Sounded very hype. is that funny though i really couldn't tell if it was coming from me or you <laughs> i'm like <laughs> but oh if my. you guys want to there is a really good documentary i found it on youtube i think it used to be on netflix but it's not anymore but it was on youtube um youtube it was on youtube <laughs> and you just made me lose my train of thought what's the documentary say? oh it's about sleep paralysis i believe it's called the nightmare let me double check that hold please <laughs> sounds right um but it's YouTube. very good it kind of talks about the history and kind of like what i said you did a very thorough yes it's called the nightmare <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Nice so, yes, job. check it out. I found it was very fascinating to watch. And that's Cheers. all I got for you guys. Okay. Well, hopefully we don't have any sleep paralysis episodes coming up for ourselves. But if you do have <laughs> episodes of sleep paralysis, like send me your emails yeah. to the tipsygoes at gmail.com. I really want to hear about them just because I've had them my whole life. I'm fascinated. Yeah. Yeah. The only other time that oh, happened yeah. to me was I dreamed of this lady who I know very well, but in my dream she was a witch and she was attacking oh, me. Geez. <laughs> and I woke up hyperventilating mm-hmm. to that too. That that scared me big yeah. time. So yeah, send us your stories. We can't wait to hear them. I'd love to hear them. Cool. So, thanks so much, guys, for checking out our paranormal episode. You can always go to our website at thetipsyghost.com and find all of our socials there. And like I said, send us your emails. I want to hear about it. Yeah. Okay. Also on our website, there's a link to donate to us on Patreon if yes. you would be so inclined. And please give us a five-star rating and a great review on Apple Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it, and it really does help. All right, guys. Thanks so much for checking us out. We will see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.